Hey, welcome everyone to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first let's hear from our podcast sponsors that make this all possible. We want to say thank you to Final Forms for their sponsorship. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration, but you have to know this, Final Forms is more than just forms. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and it's a service that provides schools in the areas of compliance, communication, and risk management. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility and reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that go with athletics. Final Forms can help with team communication, uh, with attendance, and even certification management for coaches. And for ADs, Final Forms can help with rosters, uh, with eligibility, and with all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this with secure language translation and ADA compliance. You know, it's time for you to talk with a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next step and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to find out exactly what Final Forms can do for you. We also want to thank Violet Defense. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products, or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Go to violetdefense.com for more information about their great products. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com for more information. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. And we also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For more ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or learn more and get started with your digital Wall of Fame tribute. Call them at 614-981-3589, or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. And we want to thank Huddle. Remember at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to elevate their performance with video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. There's always been analytics, 
and a whole lot more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs, and even the pros are using Huddle to help their athletes perform at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the college teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your athletic department and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to Huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. And we want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your program by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. And we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for their sponsorship of the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the players and parents who really love your program, and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials, and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466, or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student-athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We've got a really uh, cool guest today, uh, certainly a, an experienced AD doing some great things, but also uh, he's on the other side of the microphone today because he hosts his own podcast. We're visiting with Zach Shank. Zach's the athletic director at Noose Christian Academy, which is in Raleigh, North Carolina, and as I mentioned, he's also the host of a very popular podcast, The Winning Way Podcast. Zach Shank, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Jake, I appreciate you uh, taking the time and having me. And I'm excited to kind of dive in and talk about some things today. So I am uh, stoked to be here. Uh, we're on spring break, so we're enjoying a little uh, uh, rest and uh, relaxing time as uh, we finish out the school year. So thanks for uh, having me. Well. Again, we appreciate you taking some time. Uh, I know you're on the road vacation, so we'll jump right to it. Uh, as you know, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that five-minute bio, where you were born, where you grew up, and a uh, little sports background, and, and maybe how you got started on this road of being an athletic administrator. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, yes, unfortunately, I'm a, a Jaguars fan, um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. We've had season tickets since 95 and uh, we'll remain and have those season tickets for probably the rest of our lives, you know. Um, but uh, uh, born and raised there in Jacksonville, uh, went to a, a private school there in Jacksonville and uh, First Coast Christian School, uh, where obviously coaches and uh, my athletic director there 
uh, had a huge impact in my life. Uh, as many of us know that, you know, some coaches and, and ADs are some of the most impactful people uh, in athletes um, and, and students' lives. And so, uh, likewise for me, um, decided uh, my senior year that, you know, I was going to uh, kind of take the same route and uh, decided to uh, stay close to home. Uh, so I stayed in Jacksonville, uh, went to college, went to Trinity Baptist College, where I played four years of basketball uh, for Coach Milligan and Coach John Jones there. And uh, finished up in 2012, uh, got a um, degree there, major in education and a minor in sports administration. And um, as soon as I finished up, I had to uh, uh, turn my four into five. And uh, so did a couple uh, extra semesters. And, and because of that opportunity, I, uh, Coach Jones uh, hired me on as a, an assistant uh, with the men's basketball team there at TBC. And that was a great opportunity. It got my feet wet into coaching, uh, kind of knew at that point in time that this was officially what I was ultimately going to do. Um, and so that happened, was there from basically 20, 2012, 2013-ish to about 2016. Uh, but in between there in 2014, I uh, had an opportunity to put my degree to work and uh, go out to a, a school out, out towards Jack's Beach uh, and began uh, teaching. They did not have an athletic program. Um, so they uh, approached me on establishing an athletic department. Um, I was 23 years old, uh, 23, 24 had no idea what I was doing, um, but, you know, my, my head was as, as big as they all were. I, if you asked me a question, I knew the answer to it, but I ultimately did not know the answer to it. Um, and so the big thing there was just learning. And, uh, you know, I, I had some, some resources, nothing like what we have today. I mean, this was, you know, almost 10 years ago, nothing like what we have today at our fingertips with podcasts and things like that. And then we'll, we'll talk about some, some tools here shortly. Um, but, you know, here I am, a, a young guy straight out of college in a sense, and, have an opportunity to start an athletic program and was there from 2014 to 2017, <clears throat> excuse me, coached just about every sport you could imagine, coached football in the fall, coached basketball in the winter, um, and uh, helped out uh, with some spring sports here and there, um, and then uh, just established that program, got everything up off the ground, were very successful during our time there, um, and then in 2017, my wife and I uh, took a look at, at everything, and we decided to relocate to Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, where I have been for the last five years. Um, and uh, so we've been at News Christian Academy, uh, where I've been the athletic director and uh, varsity boys uh, for a, a stint and a basketball coach, and then also the varsity girls basketball coach as well. So uh, it's been a fun uh, kind of stretch here within my first 10 years of being an AD. Uh, I've learned a lot. Uh, I've been through a lot of different paths and uh, dealt with a lot of different parents and players and things like that. Um, but that's how I got to where I'm at today um, and uh, just kind of continued um, and, and, and have some, and we'll talk about it here shortly, but, but have some new opportunities that'll be coming about uh, that my wife and I are really excited about. So, um, but that's the path of, of how I got there. Started out kind of in a, in a weird spot and had a, a chance to start a program that I knew nothing about and had never done that was expecting to come in and maybe be an assistant AD for 10, 15 years, and then kind of earn my stripes and move up. And that's just not the way that it worked. So <laughs> did it, learned a, a lot of pros, a lot of cons, what not to do, what to do, and things like that. So it was it was a great experience. Yeah, um, uh, I love the idea of uh, you know getting thrown into the fire uh, from an athletic director standpoint at a young age. You know, I think uh, if there is a, a common path is you know you teach and you coach for a few years, and then maybe you become a head coach. Uh, you know, get a little seasoning, uh, maybe become an assistant AD, and then at some point you know, in your thirties or whatever, you become, you know, the athletic director and um, all those little experiences help you along the way a little bit, but there's still nothing like, 
being behind that desk uh, the first time as an AD. And you got that right out of the the gun uh that that yeah. uh, you know it wasn't you didn't know what you didn't know i mean uh, you just you didn't know it uh so uh, i'm sure there's some stories behind that there's stories least- that i can tell and there's stories that i can't tell you know so <laughs> that's kind of the the way that it works but but like you said i mean with, with being such a young age is kind of why it led me to um to start my podcast was because i, I was experiencing younger ad's and i'm like this was me you know six, seven years ago. So mm-hmm. um, that's kind of the, the process behind that and, and uh, enjoy what um, what you've put out there for us. So I appreciate it, Jake. You have been a great help to all of us. Oh, gosh. Well, you're too kind. Um, for our listeners, we're visiting with Zach Shank. He's the athletic director at Noose Christian Academy in Raleigh, North Carolina. Also the host of the Winning Way podcast. We're going to talk about that a little bit when we come back from the break. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Final Forms for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration, but you have to know this. Final Forms is more than just registration. It's a team, it's technology, and it's a service that serves schools in the areas of compliance, of communication, and even creates risk management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility, has reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and about all the forms that are involved with athletics, can help with team communication and attendance, and even certification management for coaches. For athletic directors, final forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this with secure language translation and ADA compliance. It's time for you to talk with a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you and your program, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. One more time, that's finalforms.com forward slash Jake and find out exactly what Final Forms can do for you and your program. Welcome back. We're visiting with Zach Shank, the Athletic Director at News Christian Academy in Raleigh, North Carolina and also the host of a very popular podcast, The Winning Way Podcast. Uh, Zach, you and I have talked about this before. Um, You know, there's a lot of podcasts out there, and I I think the vast majority of them are very, very good, including yours. Talk a little bit about what prompted you to uh, start your own and kind of, you know, walk us through. uh, I've done this for others, but walk us through your, your starting points. How did it get up and running? Yeah, so um, our first launch or our first episode launched August 1st of 2020. So to kind of put that in perspective, that is going into that that 2020 school year, 2021 uh, school year, um, coming out of that that COVID year. Uh, and so as I'm sitting at home, you know, I, I always kind of joke about it, you know, I was thankful to even have a job and I'm scheduling as normal, doing everything that I thought. But, you know, when they sent everybody home, kind of in March right there, I had nothing to do. And so my wife is teaching from home. She's an educator and she's teaching from home. And, you know, there may have been a little jealousy there. You know, I'm just kind of hanging out, you know, watching TV and taking care of our daughter, hanging out all day while she's teaching and things like that. And so, you know, I got to thinking, I'm like, what, what can I do to be productive during this time? And of course there were tons of resources and things out there. At this point, everybody's kind of doing online and, and video uh, platforms and all types of different things. And so, 
Tommy Brown, uh, who was my co-host with uh, the Winning Way podcast, we started talking. Uh, Tommy is a athletic director out in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, he was at uh, Boyd Buchanan School. Uh, I say he was at Boyd Buchanan School. He has now uh, stepped away from being an AD, and he is running his own uh, coaching consulting uh, kind of company where he comes in with one heartbeat athletics, and he comes in and uh, facilitates team culture, how to be a warrior within your team and things like that with coaches and, and different things like that. So if you guys are, are able to, to check him out, he's on Twitter at uh, one heartbeat that or one heartbeat, one heartbeat athletics. So feel free to check him out and, and, and reach out to him. He's great. We've had him uh, at news come and do our athletics and things like that. But Tommy and I began to talk and he was newer uh, in the athletic director uh, field, but he was older. And so he is, you know, a good chunk older than me. I won't tell exactly how old Tommy is. Um, and then there's me who, who I had been pushing for about eight years now in this role. Um, but I'm in my early thirties. So we have kind of two different walks of life where I, I don't call myself a, a seasoned veteran, but, you know, I, I've got the, the understanding of the job. He's kind of learning it as he's going about uh, leaving the uh, Division I basketball uh, scene and coming down into the high school scene and things like that. And so we get together and we start talking. We're like, hey, how can we get together to talk and help other ADs out? And so what I had seen is that in our area here in Raleigh, we were starting to see a lot of younger ADs. Uh, come into uh, the main athletic director position uh, at a young age, just like I did myself at, at 23, 24 years old. Um, so how can I take the mistakes that I made or the positives or the goods that I did at, at a young age and help out younger athletic directors? And so it kind of started out with that direction. Obviously, you know, we, we are, are pushing towards all of athletic directors in general, not just the young ones, but you know, there's a lot of things on there that we talk about, you know, that I learned at a young age and at, at an early age in my uh, role uh, about what not to do, how to do things differently, how to do this and that. And so we launched August 1st, uh, 2020, um, and uh, we go through there and we've got season one, which has, you know, several uh, episodes in there. I want to say it's, uh, I think there's almost like 20 episodes in season one. We're in season two right now. Um, Tommy has recently started his uh uh, doctorate. So he's kind of in and out uh, here and there. Uh, during basketball season, it's, it's really tough to maintain and, and, and keep up, uh, but we're doing our best. And so we've got uh, a couple episodes sitting here uh, that we'll be uploading here real soon. And uh, but we, we flew through 20 uh, from August 1st to uh, of 2020 to August of 2021. We've kept it going. And now here we are in 2022. Uh, we're up to uh, 27 episodes getting those out there. Um, we've got people that listen all over, just like I know you can run, run the reports of, of the educational, you know, AD podcast. And you see it, you know, we've had people who've listened to us all over the world, uh, heavily uh, listen to us here in, in the United States as well. And so I appreciate everybody that has, but if you haven't, feel free to check us out. Um, we are on pretty much every platform that you could imagine, but we're the winning way uh, podcast. Um, would love to have uh, you guys go on there, subscribe, give us a give us a listen, and give us some feedback. That's uh, what we're always looking for, and and uh, would love for that. But that's how that came about, uh, Jake. The whole thing was just how can we help other people out, uh, and I think that's kind of how it all is anyway. How how we're all doing it with with, with your podcast and uh, with several others out there. It's just it's how can we help each other out, and so we have guests on a lot. I know Jake, you've been on with us. We've talked to you, and we've talked to some other uh, big heavy hitters, as I call them, in the in the AD world. Um, and so we just want to keep that going and, and keep progressing. And, and it's not a competition at all. A lot of people are like, well, there's so many of them out there. Well, it's not a competition. We're all doing it. I mean, you guys talk about 
certain things that we talk about certain things and sometimes they overlap a little bit but it's a podcast they're supposed to do that right and so you know sometimes you hear repeat things and but that's okay but you get a different perspective and uh it's like how we were talking a little bit before you know you reread something and it speaks to you a little differently than the first time you read it um that's kind of the same way that, that that we look at the podcast is hey we might repeat some things but but hopefully uh somebody will hear it this time and it'll get something uh, different out of it but we love it. Uh, it's, it's kind of a cool hobby. I uh, did not think that this would take off the way that it did. And I know you could probably relate. Um, and uh, I've enjoyed doing it, uh, given a lot of time to it. And um, it's something that we want to keep going and, and, and keep pressing forward to. So I, I appreciate the, the plug for the Winning Way podcast. And like I said, we're on all platforms. So feel free to go on there, subscribe and give us a listen. No, absolutely. And you do a great job with the podcast. And uh, um we we got our start um, about a month earlier. I think it was June 29th is when we nice. aired our first episode. Uh, my motivation was a little bit different. I had been on uh, one of those other podcasts, the Hanging with the AD podcast that mm -hmm. Don Baker and Josh Matthews do. Great, great podcast. They do a great Absolutely. job. Um, and they they were so cool, so professional. And it was so neat, as you know, to uh, talk about your school, talk about your coaches, mm -hmm uh offer advice ad's love to give advice uh that i said um hey i can do this for our florida ad's and you know help you know promote them help share best practices you know which we all do and it was just completely um you know floored when i got a call uh a couple months later from uh, an athletic director in nebraska steve throney um who said, Hey, Jake, I've been listening to the podcast, just completely amazed me. Somebody's actually listening. Uh, and he goes, can I be on the podcast? And I go, well, why not? And that's kind of how through word of mouth and referrals and things like that, that we ended up, um, you know, with uh, the listeners that we have. So uh, you're absolutely right about it. it. It's the opposite of competitive. It's, you know, Hey, have you listened to this other podcast? Because, um, it's like a coaching clinic, you know, you, you're, you're going to go to a coaching clinic, you know, maybe twice a year, a different clinic, you know, and try to find out about this sport or, or whatever. And you might hear a coach talk about the same or coaches talk about the same component, but they're going to do it a different way. Uh, and so you're absolutely right. It's, you know, I, I hope people are listening to all of the other podcasts and I hope they listen to ours too, but, um, you know, our, our goal is, we're just trying to get the word out. We're trying to help ADs, trying to help coaches and leaders um, share those ideas of best practices. Absolutely. For our listeners, uh, we are visiting with Zach Shank. He is the director of athletics at Noose Christian Academy in Raleigh, North Carolina. Also, as we just said, the host of the very popular Winning Way podcast. We're going to take another quick break and then we'll be back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. Please stay tuned. Hey, we also want to thank Huddle for their support of the podcast. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help their teams play better. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. There's always been analytics, but they have a whole lot more. Huddle's also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs, and even the pros are using Huddle to play at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student-athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the college and university teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more, 
about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to Huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. We're visiting today with Zach Shank. He's the athletic director at News Christian Academy in Raleigh, North Carolina, also hosts the Winning Way podcast. Zach, one of the things that we um, always talk about is the idea of recognizing and acknowledging those that have helped us along the way, those mentors. You know, none of us get where we're at on our own. So who are some of the people that helped you along the way that you'd like to give a shout out to? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> you know, coming into this and, and starting right out as an athletic director, you know, not being an assistant and, and, and people hear me talk about that a lot. And, you know, they're saying, why does that matter? Well, how many times do we hear, you know, people who are, are, are athletic directors now who started out as assistants, they talk about their main athletic director 24 seven, because that's where they learned everything from. Um, I didn't have that opportunity. So I had to kind of revert back to the days of, of, watching and and observing my high school athletic director my college athletic director and so on and so you know I, i'm trying to remember these memories of things and and so on and so it doesn't always work out the best that way um because obviously our memories are, are skewed and, and, and we're forgetful and things like that and and we don't know the ins and the outs of of how they handled their business day to day and so uh what i did is is starting out as a, as a main athletic director um I got on the phone and I said, Hey coach, you know, I called Scott Olson. I said, he was our, uh, our assistant athletic director when I was in high school. And, and he was a current athletic director at the time uh, where he had kind of taken that path of being an assistant for how many ever years. And then once the, his head athletic director uh, retired, he slid into that position. And so I would call him a lot. He was at a school across town, obviously the school I graduated from. And I would call him and say, hey, how do, how do, you, how do you do it in, in, in this situation right here? How do you handle this? How, how can you go about this? And so him and I would talk, obviously coming and, and, and leaving the uh, collegiate route, having connections there with my athletic director there at, at Trinity Baptist. Uh, I would call Coach Jones up all the time and say, Coach, uh, I've got a situation. You know, we've got an, an angry parent. You know, now, granted, he's at the college level, so he is a lot uh, – he's dealing with – you know, kids and, and I say kids, but but really 18 year old kids and adults uh, and so on. Um, and so his information was a little bit different. But again, uh, I would talk with these two guys a lot on how to handle certain things and, and go from there. Um, and so they are kind of my, my main mentors that kind of originally started the whole process and, and, and kind of getting me in that direction. Um, but it was uh, a, a challenge. Um, and then obviously, when I transitioned here to uh, North Carolina, I'm surrounded with tons and tons of just athletic minds. Um, and so one of the big people that I, I would talk to as well, which was my high school basketball coach's son, uh, Scotty Richardson. Uh, Scotty Richardson was the athletic director at News Christian Academy before I got here. Uh, he's kind of the one that kind of paved the way for me to, to have the opportunity here at News and, and uh, put my name in the hat uh, because of him. Um, and he, he got out of AD world jump in the business world. Um, but he only lasted about uh, six months in the business world before he jumped right back into the AD world. Uh, so he knew where his calling was. Um, but Scotty's another one. Uh, I would call him all the time, talk with him. He's back in uh, North Carolina. He's in Henderson, North Carolina at, at Crossroads Christian School, uh, just about an hour north of Raleigh. Um, but I call him probably once a week and ask him, hey, you know, I've got a weird situation going on, or I've got this going on. What would you do here? How would you handle this? How would you talk to this parent? And so my three main, I mean, mentors would be, again, Scott Olson, 
from, from, you know, back in Jacksonville, John Jones at, at Trinity Baptist and then Scotty Richardson at, at Crossroads Christian. So these guys have been absolutely monumental uh, to me and my success and just kind of, you know, and, and sometimes it's not even in a, a verbal way. It's just kind of a, a visual way. I sit back and I watch how they handle things. You know, one of the major things that I learned from Coach Jones was just sitting back and observing how he, how he, how professional he was and how he handled himself uh, amongst other coaches and other uh, faculty members on campus and things like that as we're sitting in our coaches' meetings and, and our player meetings and things like that and how he handled things. You know, that was just phenomenal to see. And I've been able to mirror some of that uh, to my job today. <clears throat> I always love it when people talk about their mentors and they still have that connection. They're still able to, uh, you know, reach out and, and continue that relationship. It's funny uh, you say that, Jake. I had uh, being down in Jacksonville this past week, start out spring break. Uh, got together on Monday with Coach Jones, probably three hour conversation where I'm sitting in his office kind of reminiscing. The next morning, I take uh, Scott Olson uh, to breakfast. So those connections are still there, you know, and like you said, you know, you just, you don't lose those connections. You know, the people that, that meant a lot to you and that helped you along the way. And you just, you always go back and you take care of those people. At least that's how I kind of work things. So. No, you're absolutely right. Let's continue this idea a little bit on our next topic. Um, um, mentoring is certainly a big part of uh, the NIAAA as well as every state association, um, the, the FIAAA in Florida and the NCADA in North Carolina. Um, you're certainly not uh, uh, ready for retirement uh, like me. You've got a lot of years left, but you're also not a rookie. Uh, we've got a lot of young listeners to the podcast, young ADs. Talk a little bit about you know, your relationship and your journey so far with your state association and with the uh, NIAAA. Yeah, so um, with the we're part of the North Carolina Independent School Athletic Association, and uh, Omar Ramirez is our uh, president uh, of our state association, and, and he does a really good job in, in, in the front office there of, of pushing his athletic directors within the state association to be a part of the NIAAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. And so um, a couple of years ago, I, I started to, to look into that and really I say a couple of years ago it was COVID uh, before that you know I kind of looked at them and, and just didn't understand this is that my youngness and immaturity in the job I didn't necessarily see the importance of these things and I'm like and then of course with the NIAAA all you see is oh I gotta take a class I gotta take a class I don't want to take a class you know and, and things like that so um, that's my my immaturity when I first started but now as I have grown in, in my position and grown uh, here as, as an athletic director and, and, and as a just simply a, a person, uh, you always want to be better, right? We, we, we push our athletes to constantly be better. And how can I push my athletes to be better if I'm not a part of these organizations and constantly try to make myself better in my job? And uh, so I ended up joining the NIAAA and the NCADA and uh, began the process there. And just the simple resources that they have on their websites are phenomenal. Um, you could be a, a member of both of these organizations and, you know, maybe never take a class to start with or anything like that. Uh, but simply, you know, the, the NCADA website, I mean, it's got, you know, a tab for member resources where you can go on there and almost download any document that somebody has uploaded that's helped them or that they've typed out or written out or something like that. And you can apply it uh, in your program. And some of these resources were great for me uh, as a young athletic director, new to an area in North Carolina that I wasn't, uh, didn't know, like, you know, like I did Florida. Um, and here I am having some opportunity to talk with these uh, athletic directors and seeing how they're 
you know, mapping some things out. You know, one of the biggest things I learned from, and I know this sounds crazy and it's, and it's real small, Jake, but, but I talk about it a lot is on the NCAA website, I found a um, form that somebody had typed up and I need to go on there and find the exact one, but it was about equipment inventory. I had never thought about equipment inventory ever. And I see this form and I'm looking at it and I'm taking a look at it and, and I adopted it. I use it and, and I love it. And I, I need to go on there and figure out uh, who uploaded that or, or who, what person should get all the credit for that. Um, but simple things like that, that you just don't think about on a daily basis, but our, but our associations and our organizations have access to these. And of course you've got the, the conventions, uh, which uh, in fact, the NCADA uh, you know, coaches convention was just this past week. Um, I think, uh, what Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I believe Jake, you were there, uh, if I'm not mistaken, did you, did you have a chance to talk and, and present? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, um, helped teach a, uh, class, the new 716 parenting class with Ed Gilroy. Uh, and then I had two, uh, two general sessions. Um, uh, Roy kind of surprised me, or maybe I wasn't paying attention, but, uh, I actually did the keynote. Uh, and I, I think people enjoyed it. Uh, I had a lot yeah. of fun doing it. Great people up there in North Carolina. Absolutely. And then, you know, of course, you've got the, the, the Mac daddy of them all with the NIAAA and, and the big national convention uh, that they had uh, this last year. And I, I want to say that one was in Colorado, obviously. Mm-hmm. Being a basketball coach, it's right in the middle of basketball season. I know these are excuses, as uh, my players would say, but, um, you know, it makes it difficult to get out there. Next year is in Nashville. Uh, I'm excited. I've already got that blocked off, so I don't care what I have to do. We're going to make that adjustment so that we can get out there. Um, but just the resources, you know, sometimes as a, as a young athletic director, I was looking at it as, um, you know, oh, man, yeah, this is going to be a lot of work to be a part of this organization or, hey, you know, it's got to be a lot of money or, or this or that or take these classes. If I could tell young athletic directors anything, just do it. Just absolutely sign up for it. You are going to be amazed. Once I've signed up for both of these and became members, um, the resources that I had at my fingertips were just through the roof. I, I can't even keep track of them all. Uh, and on top of that, just the amount of people who are involved. And, you know, we're in athletics. We're in a highly competitive world nonstop. But one thing that I've learned about this position is that we're not really competing. We're working together. And that is the big thing. You know, we talked about it with our podcast. Is it's not a competition. It, it, we're working together to just spread light and information on certain athletic events. And so that's how the NIAAA is, you know, no athletic director is bigger than the next athletic director or, or anything like that. We're simply doing the same job, just in a different setting. We're working together to accomplish the same goal. And that's to, to, to work with these athletes and their, and their parents and make sure that they've got the best and, and most successful opportunities in high school that they can. Um, so don't be intimidated. That was a big thing for me. It was just intimidation. Like, man, I'm like, I've got guys that have been in this job for 40 years. I've not even done it seven, you know? Um, but at the same time, just do it. Uh, those, those guys that have been in for 40 years, they want to help you guys out. The younger guys, there's no doubt about it. It's just simply asking. Um, and that's a big thing. And then you never know, you go back to our topic before with, with mentorship. This is how these mentors start. These are how these opportunities come about is you, you never know. You, you connect with a, a younger AD with an older AD. And next thing you know, that younger AD has got more resources by having communication with that older AD who's been in it for 30 plus years than he could ever imagine because of the stories that this guy could tell. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's a phenomenal resource. If, if I could tell you to do anything is to sign up for the NIAAA uh, and then find out what your state organization is as well and sign up for it and get involved as quick as possible. Yep, that was a great uh, public service announcement for NIAAA and the state associations. And the only thing I'm going to add to that is 
I got involved with my state association and then later that year with NIAAA, very late in my career, I was 49, I'd been an AD, but I was also the head football coach, sometimes, you know, in the other order. Um, and I took a new job as just the athletic director at, an, at a new school. And that year um, went to a compliance seminar put on by the FIAAA. And I, it was like drinking the Kool-Aid. Uh, I was hooked. Um, and that started, uh, you know, a 14 year relationship as an active AD and now two more as a retired AD still involved, still teach LTI courses. So it's not too late to get involved, uh, get involved at the state level, get involved at the national level. Very cool stuff. Absolutely. Once again, for our listeners, we're visiting today with Zach Shank. He's the athletic director at Noose Christian Academy in Raleigh, North Carolina, also the host of the Winning Way podcast. We're going to take another break, and then we're going to find out about some best practices and some exciting new news uh, from our guest. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Sideline Interactive for their support. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year and also create excitement in your gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call them at 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and find out exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back everyone. We're visiting with Zach Shank, the athletic director at New Christian Academy in Raleigh, North Carolina. Zach, one of the things we try to do with our podcast, as we've mentioned, is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that you do with your kids and your coaches at News Christian Academy that you're particularly proud of that uh, you can share with other ADs that are listening? Yeah. Um, so one of the major things that um, it was an adjustment for me at first uh, was the uh, point of, of communication. Um, when I got to, to Noose, you know, they, they broke it down. They said, hey, we, we communicate once a week with our families. We communicate once a week with our players. We communicate, our coaches communicate once a week. And I'm like, you know, I went from a school that like, you send out the schedule at the beginning of the season and that's basically, that was it, you know? And so no communication to, in my eyes, over communication. But as I have gone on throughout the five years, I mean, this level of, of communication, it solves a lot of problems. Um, you know, you're communicating on a weekly basis and typically, you know, I tell our coaches that, Hey, you know, things are going to change from Friday afternoon when school is out Saturday and Sunday, ADs are constantly talking. We're looking at weather. We're looking at this. We're looking at that. So there might be a change in the schedule for the following week. So what we do is we tell our coaches to wait until at least after 12 PM on a Sunday afternoon, uh, before you send out your weekly schedule and your weekly communication with your family. And uh, that way it gives me at least a couple days there. If something changes that I can communicate with them and let them know, Hey, we got a schedule change and so on. Um, but they communicate every week uh, from the start of the season, all the way down to the end of the season and sometimes continues into the all season and so on. Um, but communication is, is a key thing that you have got to have from your coaches to your players, to your parents. And so the big thing with that is, 
you know, they've got uh, the emails, they've got the mass texts and different things like that, that they can send out uh, and get out to the parents and the players. Um, but we want to provide as much information as possible. And so that was something that was already there. And I, you know, again, kind of come in and I'm like, it's a lot of communications, a lot of emails, uh, but it's very beneficial uh, as the season goes on and as obviously the years have gone on. Um, and so to kind of piggyback off of communication, I took a look at, at our online uh, aspects of, of our athletic department. We did not have a website. Um, and so I was looking at how can we create a website uh, that is user-friendly, that we can figure out what we've got. Um, and so what we did is we got together with uh, our school today. Uh, that was the platform that we used uh, for, I'm sure a lot of our athletic directors have heard of them. I think they're based out of Tampa, Florida. Um, and so we got with our school today, uh, established a uh, online uh, website for our families to where they can go on there, they can register, they can apply, they can put all their documents and all their information into this platform. Um, and then also we upload our schedules to that. We upload our rosters, we upload any important information that just took our communication level, you know, to, to another, just a, a, a top tier, because what it did is instead of having to email myself or email a, a coach and asking a question, now the parents have the resources at their fingertips where they can go in there, click into forms, look into something, figure out, hey, where do I find the physical form? Well, hey, it's on the website under forms that says physical form. They can go on there, they can download it, they can, they can print it. And so that was something that we kind of sandwiched together with our level of communication. Our, our coaches still communicate weekly. Uh, and in those communications, they direct everybody to the website. Hey, if you guys have any questions on the schedule, if you have this, if you have that, please look at the website. The best thing about the website is if there is a schedule change, uh, and with this communication, again, what it was before was, you know, is either a text or an email to the coaches. Hey, coaches, your schedule has changed. Here's your updated schedule. You let your parents know. Then those coaches are taking it, letting the parents know. And so it's just, it's, it's a lot of steps to get one, one simple point across. Well, now I can go into our schedule and our, our website. I can click on some buttons, cancel, reschedule, postpone, whatever it is, and then mass email it out. And so our parents get it directly from me. And so that was one thing that we did. And then on top of that, again, you're going to see the trend. It's, it's communication with us. Uh, just this past year, we were, um, you know, asking coaches to kind of use their own, which I know this is crazy, but we're at a, at a smaller private school. So it's a little different for us, but we were asking coaches to use their own private emails for their communication. And sometimes they were getting lost. Sometimes, Hey, I, I just, I'm not used to seeing this email or, or it didn't come through or something like that. So what we did is we established an email address for each team within our program. And those coaches have access to it. Um, they, uh, they go in, they set everything up, they set their families and their groups up. And so now what those families are doing is they are getting an email from, for instance, you know, I, I coach varsity girls basketball. It was VG basketball at ncalines.com. And so now those parents know when they see that, that, that email come up, they know that, Hey, this is varsity girls basketball. We're seeing that that's just a direct message from coach. And then for my office, it was, of course, I have my personal email at the school, but we created one that was athletics. And so that way, massive information that goes out to the entire middle school and high school athletics or the athletic department comes from either myself or it comes from athletics at NCA lines. And so we did this and it, and it took our communication again to another level that we had never had before. Uh, we had a lot of positive feedback from the emails. I was like, thank you for doing that. Coaches were like, thank you for doing that. I was getting flooded in my personal email from parents. Now I can keep them separate. I don't have to worry about that. So as you see the trend for us and the, and the practices is, is communication. And some of the things that we did is, is communicating with them weekly. 
but then also adding in the websites, adding in those different resources that they can go in and they can click on and they can kind of check into things themselves to kind of cut down on the level of communication. We over communicate as it is anyway, because we have to, but now we've, we've kind of cut that down with them having access to that. And then adjusting the email addresses uh, to where they get it directly from the coach, which is also an, uh, an email uh, from the school. And then on return of that, there's a lot of work on my end, but it, but it's okay. It's worth it. I have access to all of those email addresses. Right. So if I need to go back in there and double check on something or a coach says, Hey, I'm out of town this week. Can you send my email? Absolutely. I can go in there, send their email and, and get it out from that point on. So you, you hit on two really cool things for me. You know, one's obviously the communication and, and we've used that term a lot over communicate, hopefully in a good way. You know, you're not just burying parents with emails, <laughs> but initially when you came in, uh, it was something new to you. And you took the time to get to know it and, and see the value instead of just coming in, which happens far too frequently, I think, in leadership and just saying, oh, I don't like this. I'm going to change it, uh, which probably would have you know, created some pissed off parents and coaches. Absolutely. So my hat's off to you for that. Uh, we mentioned earlier that, um, uh, again, you're the athletic director at News Christian Academy, Raleigh, North Carolina, but you got some exciting news. Uh, what's the new news? Yeah, so uh, I have accepted a position uh, as athletic director at Eagles View Academy uh, in Jacksonville, Florida. So my wife and I, uh, again, uh, started out our marriage in Jacksonville, uh, transitioned out to Raleigh for the last five years, and now we are transitioning, in a sense, back home. Um, and so we will be uh, moving uh, first, second week of June. So it's going to be very quick. We got about a month and a half to, to right at two months left. Uh, it's going to be a quick process. And so being on spring break this week, uh, we have um, made the trek down to Jacksonville, kind of look at some, some opportunities and some housing and to finalize some things. But we are, have officially uh, accepted those positions and uh, for myself. So I'll be transitioning from News Christian down to Eagles U Academy. Um, and, uh, we'll, I'm excited. I'm excited for the opportunity. Um, and it's, it's kind of a cool story, Jake. Um, Eagles view was probably my, our biggest rival when I was in high school. So it, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I'm still a little iffy about it. Um, you know, I told the head of school, I said, Hey, I, I, I'm still not too fond of you guys. Uh, it's going to pain me to put on an Eagles view shirt. Uh, but I'll do it if I have to. And so uh, we'll be uh, uh, kind of getting through the growing pains of, of that rivalry from back in the day. But uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for that opportunity. And, and really, uh, one of the biggest things that pushed us for that is, is to have the opportunity to, to, to move back home, in a sense, uh, where there's family all around and, and things like that, where our, our daughter's going to have a chance to, to, to reconnect with grandparents and, and cousins and things like that. So that's exciting. Um, but Eagles U's got 11-man football. And uh, that is something I haven't been around in, in, in a while, five years. Uh, so I'm excited to get back into the, the life of uh, controlled violence when it comes to football um, and uh, really enjoy it. I miss football. Uh, so I'm excited to kind of get back into the swing of, uh, of that style of, of ADing. Well, guys, uh, congratulations on the new job. Uh, it's exciting, obviously, to be going home. And appreciate you taking some time out of your spring break uh, to record this with us today. If one of our listeners wants to get in touch with you and pick your brain, find out more about how you run a program and some of the things that you do, I know you're in a, a transition here, but is there a, an email or a, a cell or a website they can go to to connect with uh, Zach Shank? Yeah. Um, and one thing, networking is, is a major tool. 
Uh, everybody needs to do it. Um, and so feel free. I, I'm on Twitter uh, and Instagram and Facebook, all, all of those things. I am a millennial. Unfortunately, I have to admit that, but I've got them all. Uh, so feel free. Uh, that is coach underscore ZTS. Uh, that's Twitter uh, and Instagram. You can find me on Facebook at, at just simply Zachary Shank. Um, one thing for me is, is feel free. Call or text me. My number is 904-210-9518. That is the best way to get a hold of me. Um, but I, I love networking. I love talking with people. Uh, I have no problem with it. I'll take time out of my day and, and, and talk with anybody if I can help you uh, in any form or fashion. Uh, or just get a chance to meet you. Maybe there's a, a Florida AD who's listening to this and, and wants to get a chance to, 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 to know the uh, new athletic director at Eagles View. Uh, feel free to uh, reach out. Well, when you when we first connected, I saw that 904 area code, and I said, "This guy's in North Carolina. That's a Jacksonville area code." Uh, I know one of our uh, frequent contributors, uh, John Scromolo, is the uh, county AD for Clay County, just in, in that neck of the woods. So he's going to be somebody you definitely want to look up. And obviously, I'm in Florida too. So, Absolutely. welcome back to Florida, for listeners. We've been visiting with uh, Zach Shank. Uh, he's the new athletic director for 2022-2023 Eagles View Academy in Jacksonville. Uh, we'll be back with some more. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank the good folks at Wall of Fame by Vital Signs for their support of the podcast. Wall of Fame is on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive, touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or learn more and get started with your digital Wall of Fame tribute. Call them at 614-981-3589 or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're visiting with Zach Shank, currently the athletic director at Noose Christian Academy in Raleigh, North Carolina. Coach, a um, hundred years ago, when I was in high school, back in the 70s, um, it's very common for coaches to say things like, you know, come on, you got to suck it up, or come on, Jake, you got to be tough. And we knew what they meant back then, and, and we did it. Um, over the years, I think we've learned better ways to communicate those ideas. But I think toughness is an important part of athletics and competing, and certainly an important part of life. So my question to you is, how can we help kids develop toughness uh, and at the same time be sensitive to and aware of the very real social emotional challenges that a generation Z kid is experiencing. Um, do you have any advice for us? Yeah. I mean, um, just to, to talk about generation Z for a second. I mean, I don't think there's enough money in the world to have to figure out how to, to get through the, the, the steps and the process of, of how they're living life right now. Um, so I, I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. I, I know it is difficult for them. And, and, and what we're seeing is we're seeing a, a, a trend that's, kind of getting away from, from how you just talked about how you were raised and how I was raised as well. Um, you know, quick story on that. Uh, you know, I, I go in, uh, it's my soft, sophomore year of college, it happens. And then also it happens my senior year of college as well. Now, I'll, I'll give you the senior 
story. It is December, and I come down off a rebound, and all of a sudden, excruciating pain in, in the, the flat part of my foot. I'm like, what in the world's going on? I go to push off, and it is one of the worst pains I've ever felt. Come to find out it's a stress fracture in the, the outside of my foot, um, and you would have thought I was you know, about to have my, my foot amputated. It hurt so bad. Um, but it's too late. I can't, uh, I'm not going to get the year back. I, mean, I can't redshirt. I can't do anything like that. I've got to figure out how to play and, and, and have a good experience the rest of my career. And so, you know what? I, I told my dad, I said, look, I said, I'll, I'll get it looked at after season. I told, <laughs> told the trainers, I'll get it looked at after season. You know, they were not happy with me, but I, I'm, I'm faced with a decision to, do I end my career right here in December or do I finish out and play? We had one of the best teams I'd ever been a part of. Um, and, and I wanted to, to continue that level of success. And so we got together and, and, and met and, and I just toughed it out. Um, ended up being able to play, ended up winning our region that year, had a great year, made it to a national bid for, for our level. It was phenomenal. Um, if I would have sat out and, and nursed that injury, I probably wouldn't have played the rest of the season. So, you know, it's one of those weird situations. We were raised different. You just fought through things. And we, we see that every once in a while in kids. Uh, you'll, you'll see those kids that have kind of been raised that same way. But more so, we're seeing the kids who, as soon as something goes against them, that their mental aspect of it and their mental toughness just is gone. Um, and so what I like to do with that, that, that phrase of being tough or how to learn how to be tough, there's a level of being physically tough and there's a certain level of being mentally tough. And what I think we're seeing is, is the physical aspect of it is not the problem. It's the mental, mental side of things. Um, and, you know, I tell our coaches all the time, hey, look, if a kid is hurt, then a kid is hurt. We should never manipulate them or bully them into going back into a game to finish out the game for whatever reason it is. And if there's a coach out there that's ever done that, that you know, I'm, I'm sure we probably all have been at that point in our, our career at some point, whether as a player or as a coach, where a coach is pushing us to get back in the game and to fight through it and to be tough and shake it off. You know, I've got a two-year-old daughter and that's our, that's our motto. Every time she falls, just shake it off. And it's like, oh man, every time I say it, I'm like, ah, what, what am I teaching here? What, what are we going at? And, and it's like, I want her to be tough and I want her to, to get through those things because she's not really hurt. We know that, you know, she's two years old. She's not hurt. Um, you know, there's times where she scrapes her knee. I get all that. But, you know, we have to figure out the mental aspect of it. Uh, this generation is just um, screwed up when it comes to the mental side of things. Um, the, the mental toughness is so important. Um, and so one of the big things is, is we had a girl, it was the conference championship this last season. Uh, she took a heavy hit and hit her head on the floor. It's basketball, hits her head on the floor. Uh, the referees call us on the floor. You know, I, we call the trainer over. Her dad ends up walking down out of the stage. I called him over around the stands. I, I call him over. We're looking, you know, and, and she, she smacked the back of her head right on the, on the bottom of the floor. You know, it's, it's her senior year. It's the conference championship game. You know, state, state tournament hasn't started yet. This is just conference. Um, she wants to go back in the game. Dad looks at me and says, it's up to you. I'm like, uh, no, it's not. It's like, I don't, don't put this on me. She wanted to go back in the game. She was a senior. She knew how it was about to end. The, the trainer is looking at me and saying, you know, kind of give me the eye, like, okay, what decision are you going to make here? And so I had to make a decision. I tell her, I said, I, I can't put you back in the game. I said, you know, with, with head injuries now and, and, and the way things are with concussions, we have to be so careful. But she was tough. She was physically tough. She was mentally tough. She was ready to go. But we have to make those decisions for these kids. We have to make the decisions of what's, what's in the best interest for the kids, not for the overall success of the team that night, 
or for the overall success of the team for the week or anything like that. We have to think about the kids. The chances of these kids moving on to the next level and playing college basketball or college sports is, is slim. Give them the best experience that they can within the high school level. Don't take advantage and don't let our personal endeavors and our, and our wins and loss record take over because, you know, we want this kid to be tough. We want him to get in there and we want him to continue and play the game. Um, but, but the physical aspect of it is different than the mental side of things. And I, I don't think there's not an AD in this world that's going to, uh, you know, debate that topic because the mental side of things, these, these athletes and these, these students now are just lacking the mental toughness that we need. And, and we've got to learn and, and, and kind of adjust with them as they adjust and so on. Is there a right answer, a wrong answer? I, I, I don't know at this point. You know, but we're going through this process of trying to figure some things out when it comes to it. But that toughness level is, I think, for an AD is figuring out the physical toughness side and the mental toughness side and figuring out which one they've got to attack and, and, and approach and, and how to approach it. Sure, a, a kid comes out, tweaks an ankle, coach, I'm good to go back in. That's a different story than, than smacking a head on the floor and, and so on. You know, um, so hopefully that answered your question. That's kind of where we're at with toughness is, is learning the and teaching the mental toughness of, of athletics in our athletic program. That's something that we've always tried to strive for is, is making sure that we're mentally tough for when those situations come about. Yeah. You, you bring up so many great points. Um, and uh, you know, you're absolutely right. You know, we're the adults uh, you know, we're the ones that need to make these decisions uh, in the best interest of the kid. Um, you know, the, the, we don't ask kids to, uh, draw out our starting lineup or, you know, order uh, equipment or things like that. The adults do that. And, you know, with something as serious as playing time and safe return and protocols and all that, you know, that that's where the adults are, are getting involved. Certainly the athletic trainer and the head coach, you know, very mm -hmm. good stuff. Uh, Zach, this has been really cool. Again, you mentioned I was on your podcast, had a great time. Um, and having you back now, uh, you know, it, it's really been good to find out a little bit more about how you run your program and the exciting news. I guess we get to break it, uh, you know, in the podcast world. So thanks for that. But we're not done yet. Uh, we always finish up with our athletic director toolbox segment, which is sponsored by Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. So we're going to take a quick break here from Athletic Surveys. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Zach Shank is going to put in his athletic director toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes that really love your program, and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to check the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. Well, we've been visiting with Zach Shank, currently the athletic director at 
Noose Christian Academy in Raleigh, North Carolina, and uh, soon to be next year, uh, the director of athletics at Eagles View Academy in Jacksonville, Florida, coming home to Florida. Zach, uh, you certainly know your way around the world of athletics, but right now I'm going to task you with sending out a brand new AD on their very first job. Uh, but I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. What three items are going to go into Zach Shanks' athletic director toolbox? Yeah, um, man, I think this is great. Um, but my three, I could probably sit here for days and talk about this. My top three, and, and, and maybe not in any particular order, but maybe you could order them this way. Uh, I think the number one uh, would be networking. I mean, you, you, you have to network. You have to get out. You've got to connect with people. Um, you've got to pass out business cards, but not simply just pass out business cards and shake hands, but put a, be able to, to communicate with them, tell them where you are, tell them, uh, take a quick second and, and talk with them. Uh, one of the biggest things that, that I learned at a, at a young age, being there on staff at, at Trinity Baptist with the men's basketball team, you know, I go to the NABC convention in 2014 out at the final four in Dallas. And, and, you know, first night I'm there, we have dinner with Bill Self. I mean, never in my life did I ever think this was going to happen. Now, you know, hey, here's Bill winning a national championship, you know, this past week. Um, but get a chance to, to have dinner with him uh, and connect with him and network with him. Yeah, he doesn't know who I am, doesn't care who I am, you know, but I, I know who he is and I care who he is, you know. So networking, you never know when that connection is going to come back in, in, for some reason in, in, and you're going to have to use that opportunity and that connection at some point in your career. Uh, you may network with somebody and have a business card and flip through business cards and find out, hey, are, are they still at this business? Are they still at this job? Hey, I'm looking for this or, hey, I might be looking to move in this direction or go to this city or state and go from there. But networking is always important. The second thing is reading. Reading. Reading is very important. Get a book, read it, whether it's a leadership book, whether it's a, 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 the athletic director's toolbox, no matter what it is, read. Uh, reading is something that, that was not fun for me. I didn't enjoy it growing up. Uh, but as I've gotten older, uh, I enjoy it now. Uh, but reading, uh, my thing is, is I like to read, but I like to read that has something to do with bettering me either as a person or bettering me in my craft. Uh, and then the third thing is professional development. Take professional development serious, go for it, do it, spend a little bit of money. It will, you will not regret it. Um, but those are probably the three things, networking, reading, and then just simply professional development is always important. A lot of ADs get in here and they get stagnant in their job, you know, and, and they, they, they forget about things or they forget about this or they're not challenged. Professional development, reading and networking, those are three things that often challenge you because you're, you're getting a chance, you're meeting, you're connecting, you're reading what somebody else is putting out there. And then you're listening to what people have. I mean, with all the, the, the classes and the, the CAAs and the RAAs and all these other things that they can take in the leadership courses, that's professional development. And, it, and it's got to be something that, that we have to take serious and we have to do. Uh, so my three tools, networking, reading, professional development. Thank you uh, so much for sharing. Uh, I can just feel your passion coming through the screen on this. Um, you know, hopefully you can squeeze into your schedule uh, coming down to Orlando at the end of the month for our FIAAA uh, conference. I know it's going to be a crazy time, but yeah, certainly we'd love to see you down there. Zach, uh, once again, uh, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and pick your brain a little bit and start that networking that you talked about, uh, what's the best way that they can get in touch with you? Yeah, I'm on all social media platforms, like I mentioned before, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, Facebook is just Zachary Shank. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is coach underscore ZTS. Uh, so feel free to connect with me on there. Twitter is kind of more of a, 
uh, professional side. Uh, so it's very centered around athletics and, and, and athletic director, uh, the athletic director world. Um, you can feel free to reach out. I gave my cell phone earlier. I'll give it again. It's 904-210-9518. Shoot me a call. Give me a text, whatever it is. Uh, and then lastly, uh, an email. Uh, feel free to email me. Um, in fact, I'll give my new email address for uh, Eagles View. Uh, and that is zshank at evajax.com. Okay. And, uh, you know, Zach mentioned Facebook. Uh, yeah, he and I are both members of, there's two athletic director groups on Facebook. Uh, one is called uh, High School Athletic Director. One's called Secondary School Athletic Director. It's a great resource, a great uh, discussion forum. Uh, we both post our episodes in there as well. So, uh, you know, uh, go on to that and uh, request an invite. We'll certainly uh, uh, bring you in as a member. Zach Shank. Thanks so much for sharing today on uh, my podcast. Uh, all the best moving forward with your podcast and with the new job. Thanks again for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks, Jake. For our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of all of these interviews, they get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back just about every single day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast and make sure you check out Zach's podcast, The Winning Way Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. We also want to say thank you to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Thank you.